Oh Yeah, Oh Yeah is brought to you by Holiday CBD Dummies. There's no need for a special occasion. With Holiday's delicious premium hemp CBD dummies, you can take the vacation any day. Go to HolidayCBD.com and use the offer code OYEAH10 for $10 off your first order. another $100,000 car, you sick maniac? No, it's not for me, it's for you. I lost my license and now I don't drive. Welcome back everybody to episode 2 of season 2 of Oh Yeah, Oh Yeah, The Entourage Podcast. I am your host, writer, comedian, producer, J.R. Hickey. Coming to you from San Francisco, California. I hope your week is going well. I hope you've enjoyed listening to Oh Yeah, the Entourage podcast up until this point. We are here every Monday morning breaking down a new episode of Entourage. And every week I'm joined by a new, hilarious, interesting guest to talk about the impact that the show had on us. Our favorite moments, our favorite lines, the highs and lows, everything. This season is going to be incredible. We're presented by BroBible.com. We had an amazing guest for episode one, comedian Chris Stefano. If you haven't yet, please go check out that episode. We discussed everything, New York food, the time he went to Derek Jeter's birthday party, butt stuff. In addition to the season two premiere, the boys are back in town. What, just an incredible way to kick off the season. And we're going to continue that train rolling today with Chad and JT from Chad Goes Deep. If you're not familiar with Chad and JT... They have been the stars of many viral uh, YouTube Fox News moments where they basically go in front of city councils and fight for the right to party. Give them a follow, check out their YouTube channel, and take a listen to their podcast, Going Deep with Chad and JT. All of the links to that are in the show notes for today's episode. Super generous with their time, we talked about what I consider my favorite Entourage episode ever. My Maserati does 185. And it was a nice juxtaposition because, you know, last week, Chris, such a New Yorker, such an East Coaster, brought so much attitude to the pod, and these two guys are the definition of chill. So, nice East Coast, West Coast, uh, yin and yang there. If you haven't yet, please leave us a five-star review in your podcast app. Those five-star reviews help us gain visibility on the charts and help us get better guests. If there's somebody that you want to hear on the podcast as a guest, who do you think would make a great oh yeah, oh yeah guest breaking down an, ep- an episode of Entourage? Let us know. Tweet us at oh yeah pod or, or send me a direct message on Instagram at oh yeah pod as well. Don't forget to listen and subscribe to the oh yeah, oh yeah music playlist. It's in the show notes of today's episode. And enjoy Chad Goes Deep. All right, we are back. I am super stoked to introduce our guest for today's episode. They are dialing in from sunny Southern California. They are the leaders of Stoke Nation and National Party activists, Chad Croder and J.T. Parr of Chad Goes Deep. My first question to both of you is, what up? What up? What up, dude? Thank you for having us on. How are we doing today? Oh, chilling, dog. Good, good. Uh, I had a, had a green juice, watched some Entourage, and got a nice tan, so can't do better than that. It's like L.A. living circa 2006. Oh, dude. Yeah, for sure. Are you guys excited to talk about what is probably a show that guys like you grew up watching pretty religiously? 
Yeah, 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 for sure. What was your experience with Entourage growing up in SoCal, watching it with your bros? I loved it. Yeah, dude, I uh, I first discovered it when the third season was out, so I had some catching up to do. But my first episode was uh, episode one of season three, when he already is Aquaman. <laughs> I'm sorry for any uh, spoilers. And, um, dude, just, like, seeing a dude with a squad, like a tight squad in L.A., just living it up, I, it was, I, I had to watch it every night. Just reruns. JT, yeah. when did, how did you watch it? I loved it. My family would watch it together. Like my dad and mom are a uh, hedonist, so they love that the lifestyle that it kind of uh, espoused. And yeah, my bro and I would would just watch with them and just get jacked. Yeah, I mean, you know, really too. It's just that intro song. Like once oh. that song comes on, and it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> like I mean, I know everyone does that. Oh yeah, but you really got to do it because it was like. And the suicide doors on the car and just the way it was driving down, like, whatever, sunset or something, it was, it's iconic. Yeah. Dude, I heard that intro, I rewatched the episode we're talking about today, that intro song, oh, dude. Oh. So iconic, <laughs> you could almost name a podcast after it. Yeah. Oh, oh right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about My Maserati Does 185. So, brief recap of what happens in this episode. At the Lakers game, Ari intensifies his attempts to get Vince attached to Aquaman, but the young actor does not want to get on board with the project. Instead, he devotes his energies to attending a party at Jamie Presley's beach house. At the beach house, Eric hooks up with a perfect 10 model, making him feeling guilty about cheating on Kristen, his girlfriend. Huge conflict. Huge conflict. Lot, lot of ups and downs in this episode. He, he buys her some jewelry to try and soothe his conscience, but he soon discovers that she cheated on him while Queens Boulevard was shooting in New York that past summer. He breaks things off with her and finally starts enjoying himself. Meanwhile, drama wonders if his legs are attractive enough to earn him some of Hollywood's meteor roles. Before we get into the highs, the lows, the best moments, the worst, this is my favorite episode of Entourage. Yeah, it's great for us too. Why dude, is that? Dude, what makes yeah. this episode so great? I love this episode. I, I think it's because it like... I think starting with the Lakers court side thing kind of elevates it. Yeah, a bit. how did they shoot that? I, I, I wonder that myself. You got to think that people like uh, the people at Staples Center are really okay with camera crews coming in there because it's just just helping, like you know, the brand. Right. Oh, look at that! That's not a foul. Whatever they're paying you, I'll double it. Ed, talk to your boy. He's gone crazy. When was the last time he made a good call? Eleven years ago. Unbelievable. You gotta, you gotta focus up a little bit. I don't know what you're doing. You're killing I think, me. Though. I think every part of this plot hits home. There isn't a bad plot here. There isn't like, oh, I don't really care about this. Drama's fucking calf implant obsession is one of the funniest things in the show early on. He's like finally kind of stands up for himself to his like kind of bitchy girlfriend, and then you got Vince sitting courtside at the Lakers game with Ari, like tense all around. Now, I like how he's taking it to Ari at the game too. He's like, he's still being chill, but he's also like, you know what? Fuck you, dude. Like, I don't need to be a superhero. Yeah, they talk a lot of shit to each other. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if this is conducive to a healthy work environment. They're just like, shut up, idiot. <laughs> yeah. What, we're not talking? Please. Who's not talking? I'm watching the game. Hey, besides, didn't you fire me? I fired you? You're going to let him interpret? He doesn't even speak the oh, language. God. What did he say again? He said, do Aquaman to find a new agent. That's what I recall. Lamar Odom scores or something. He's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Lamar Odom was pretty hard on drama about the Cavs, too. Yeah. Know. Like, not the Cleveland ones, but, like, he was like... Hey, Lamar, what's up? I want to ask you, what, what do you do for your legs, man? What? How do you get them looking so good? Vince, man, your brother's a freak, man. <laughs> <laughs> Later, man. See yeah, I was like, oh, Lamar. And, dude, that's kind of... It's weird to see Lamar in that show with the kind of dramatic irony of knowing what's coming next yep. for him, the hard times that he would fall on, too. Oh, yeah, it was like a young Lamar Odom cameo. Like a happier yeah. Lamar. A much happier. Yeah. We'll we'll get to that. But like let's start off. What would you say were just your favorite moments from the episode? The whole Jamie Presley situation is awesome. Just the whole make out on the beach is like that gets me pumped. So pumped. Pro- probably probably ease conflict about uh sleeping with the model. Cause I just know like every time I've slept with the model, I've had a dark night of the soul afterwards where I really wondered if I was doing what I was supposed to. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Presley and Vince hooking up at the beach was it made me feel like oh yeah movie stars definitely fucking do this they just like hang out and fuck on the beach in front of their friends yeah favorite moment for me is is E's like mic drop moment he like walks into uh uh Kristen his girlfriend's apartment and he accuses her of cheating on him and she basically like confirms it and then as he walks out he's like <laughs> just so you know I didn't come over here to accuse you of anything I came over here to confess I would have rather have been with you, but last night I got drunk and I fucked a perfect 10 model. And uh, I fucked her again this morning. See you later. And the see you later is what really kind of drives it home for me as like kind of a baller move from E uh, early on in the show. And then the analysis from the squad, you know, drama's kind of like, uh, you should have held out. Made her stew in her own guilt until it broke her. And then uh, Turtle was totally on E's side. He's like, nice move. Yeah. Put it right back in her face, so. Uh, it's always good to like have a post stick in her face. I boned a perfect ten model analysis. Like, how did you handle this situation? Did you do it correctly? Another a great Ari moment in this episode is when they're at Burke Williams after going to the jewelry store. As they're in Burke Williams in the steam room, just a regular Thursday for the crew. Ari yeah. just waltzes in the steam room reading the Aquaman script. You're not fucking calling her. What are you being so territorial about? She has a boyfriend. Oh, that's sweet. Maybe you should buy him some expensive jewelry. Fade in. Arthur Curry, a.k.a. Aquaman, the heir to the throne of Poseidon, is being placed gently on a barrier reef by his father. You're kidding me, right? No, I'm not kidding. I'm going to read this entire fucking script. You know why? It's that fucking good. I loved it. It was just like oh, a yeah. laugh out loud moment. Always be closing. ABC, baby. Yeah. That's why he's good at the gig. <laughs> It was also one of those things that made you feel like, oh, Ari will go to like whatever lengths possible to get his clients on board with something. So, yeah. did you buy into his ultimatum that he would drop Vince as a client if he didn't do Aquaman? Honestly, I kind of do because at the beginning of the show, both Vince and Ari are like trying to make names for themselves, and Ari wants to make Vince a big name, and Vince is a little resistant. He's a little like hey, no, I want to do my own thing. I want to do my passion project. And Ari's like, listen, I know what's what you're facing. I know what you're up against, and you have to listen to me. And if you don't listen to me, like, we're going our separate ways. I mean, it holds no water. I mean, he signs on Aquaman pretty shortly after this, spoiler alert. But, like, I, I liked it. I liked it. It was a nice little tension, nice little drama in the beginning of the show. How do you feel about the new Aquaman? Like, do you think it, it was stolen from Andrew Grenier? I definitely think that uh, Jason Momoa has owes a lot to Adrian Grenier. I honestly think like a lot of inspiration for his performance on the show uh, went into uh, Momoa's performance in the movie. It probably didn't do as well because people were just looking at him going, this should be Vince. 
I think Momo is a lot more jacked, though. You probably need to be jacked to be like the teen of the ocean or whatever Aquaman is. Yeah, I was I was wondering if Vince had like a heavy workout routine preparing. Probably had like a heavy like green juice routine, but I didn't see any. He's not a he's not a weight guy. He was all into yoga in season one. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. We talked about uh, favorite moments, but then I also like to talk about uh, our favorite bros being bros moments because I think that's what everyone like connected with the show over. Like it just was like a group of guys kind of being guys. So there were a few moments that jumped out at me. I'll start with one, and then I'd love to hear what you guys think. Just after the game when they're just like dicking around on the floor at the Staples Center, just like running around and like kind of tackling each other. It's like who wouldn't want to do that with their squad, right? Christian's got food poisoning. Oh, no. You're coming to this party. Nah, man. drop me off at home. Are you crazy? It's on the complete opposite side of town. Don't be such a fucking pussy. Oh, oh. You know how much gas a Maserati burns? <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, I missed that. They were horsing around on the court afterwards? Yeah, for like a minute when they're like walking out and they're like, oh, we're going to Jamie Presley's party and E drops the news that like, oh, no, uh, Kristen's got food poison. I just want to go home. And they just kind of like give him a little bit of shit they just like go run out onto the fucking court which is That's sick fucking awesome could you imagine even if without it without a basketball i'd still want to just like run like baseline to baseline just pretend yeah just be out there and just act like we were one of those dudes yeah that's amazing what other bros being bros moments jumped out at you guys the support they had for e at the rager they're like look this party's sick but it sucks if you're gonna be uh whining about the, oh, they were kind of more supportive about it they're like dude if you're gonna be sad we're gonna be sad too and i'm like that's what you gotta do no this is a great party but we decided if you're gonna be miserable we're gonna be miserable too just for the record i voted against you e but i went with the majority i'm miserable it's like i stuck with 400 hotel room. oh peninsula has a 24-hour cancellation policy you should at least go jerk off on the bed man i mean you gotta pay for it and then Vinny pulls the ultimate bro move and like hooks E up with a perfect 10 model as you do when you're a movie star yeah she was so down too <laughs> she was like oh what up little dude i for sure want to bone you no questions asked let's get it going i was like damn dude he's just got that genesis quad that you can't fake yeah Leanna, have you met my boy e no hi nice to meet you e Leanna here is a perfect 10 model what that means oh not now you believe that with those two? Oh my god, he's au natural too. And he wants to leave, can you believe that? Why? I'm just a little tired. I'm gonna go home and go to sleep. It's too bad. Dude, I also, my favorite bro moment was when Vince kind of explained to E that like, sometimes your station in life affords you certain opportunities you wouldn't ordinarily have. And then he says like, I think the critical line that we don't know how long it's gonna last. Yeah. And Vince's awareness about how kind of ephemeral success can be was like, super on point. That's probably the deepest thing anyone's ever said on this podcast, and, and I respect it. You guys are Chad Goes Deep, so I appreciate it. Fucking, I'm super proud of that distinction, my dog. I also liked when they're at the jewelry store and they're convincing E not to tell Kristen that he cheated on her. What do you think? I think nothing says I cheated more than an expensive piece of jewelry. Yeah, I'm going to tell her anyway, so what's the difference? No! Don't you listen to a word we say? Yeah, I agree with these guys. I think you're making a mistake, E. Oh, this coming from a guy who's never had a relationship that's lasted longer than a week. What, and that's an insult? Look, you tell someone you cheated if you want to break up with them. Otherwise, it's just a selfish way to get rid of your own guilt. Yeah, well said, Vince. Thank you, Turk. You tell her, E. She'll never trust you again. Yeah, if you really want to stay with Kristen, you keep your mouth shut. And you just don't do it. It's like kind of a bro code, like a little bit like insight into like 
you know, the mindset of a group of men, like, hey, the best course of action here is to forget it ever happened. Just be better. Just be better. Yeah, don't buy your jewelry because you'll just end up paying for that. And then, yeah, Chad, you brought it up earlier, but I liked how after E had sets with the Perfect 10 model, they're all sitting around poolside drinking some delicious-looking mojitos and kind of wagering whether or not uh, E did have sex with her the morning after, too. That was a nice moment, too. What about this morning, E? Did you enjoy yourself this morning? <laughs> well, I told Kristen I did. Fucking knew it, baby. Pay up, bro. Cash only. But I didn't. What did I tell you, huh? What did I tell you? Do I know my boy or do I know my boy? Hundy spot. I'm wearing sweats, bro. My wallet's in the car. Get it. Dude, they threw down some sweet action on that too. I always know I always know if Chad nuts and whether he enjoys it or not. You guys always have money on it. Yeah, we started throwing down sweet action on that right after that we saw that episode. So yeah, there's always a, a, a some sweet action going on and whether or not I nut it and enjoyed it. What would you say was your least favorite moment from this episode? Lamar shaming uh drama's calves. Cause I like not to be like braggy, but I'm a huge calf guy. Like, I'm, I work on, I do sprints, and I, I'm pretty proud of my calves. Like, I was wearing a wetsuit the other day, and these guys were like, "Damn, dude, you have nice calves." And I'm like, "There's nothing better that you could have said." Like, I'm so stoked right now. So I think Lamar should yeah, take you've a got huge calves. I've got huge calves, and I think Lamar should have taken a step back and been like, "Whoa, like, maybe I should be more have more gratitude that like this random dude wearing a life beater is like stoked on my calves." I didn't like E trying to leave the party. I thought that was not a very chill move. I thought him, yeah, granted he's all butthurt about his girlfriend not being there or not available for their set state, but don't like drag your group down. Just put on put on your party face and uh, and and do and, and rage. Yeah, the one thing I thought was uh, sort of lifted my spirits in the whole thing, or just about life in general, is how sort of like E has these like girlfriend problems, and when you have those problems, you feel like they can be the biggest problems in the world but then everyone else was just like like Ari didn't give a fuck the other guys were just like dude what are you talking about like let's go to the Jamie Presley party and then when he gets over it he's fine I don't know I just like it's like you can always uh you always bounce back that's sort of what I got from it yeah he's pretty moody early on I think they needed to have some sort of like emotional tension in the group because if it was just a, a crew of four dudes smoking pot drinking and getting laid i don't know how they would it would have been too popular it would have been been too popular of a show for them to handle (laughs) this is too real life yeah Yeah, like you can't show people what how good life can be it'll actually make them sad yeah you can't show them what it's actually like being a movie star yeah we gotta weigh it down a little bit the manager's always moody some emotional tension Entourage is a show of very quotable lines, some legendary lines. I think this episode has got some pretty incredible ones. I'll start if you guys have any. Ari yelling at the ref, Ed, what are they paying you? I'll double it. I'll double it. And then I paid two grand for the seat. I'll get out there and launch a three if I want. I, I thought uh, when uh, when drama tells E, this this like stuck out of my mind because when drama tells E to deny till you die. Yep. About the cheating, Ari uses that line like three or four seasons later when he he gets his like script out of the back of some guy's car and the guy's in trouble with his wife and he says deny till you die, and I was like, oh, Doug Allen like must be saying that a lot. <laughs> Drama's got a couple lines in this episode where he tells E at the party he doesn't. I didn't buy the period, bro. 
Yeah, I didn't either. He's the first one to call it out as cheating, and I kind of respect him for doing that. Yeah, they're very brass tacks with each other. That's how guys are, right? Like he's he's being a little bit of a emotional bad of nerves, and they're just kind of like, dude, she's cheating on you. It's actually Turtle that says it. He's like, she's fucking someone else. Sorry. Yeah. I thought I thought if real guys would get more detailed. I'm like, and dude, he's fucking her so good, dude. And they're just laughing at you afterwards while he eggs Benedict on your dime, dude. <laughs> so you're like raging, you're like no. <laughs> All of drama's fucking calf lines. The tree trunks on that guy. Catch you guys later. When everyone runs into the water and uh, Eric's, he's like, are you coming? And he's like, uh, have fun, bro. I don't want anyone to see my legs. I love how sure he is that the audition's going to go bad, too. He's like, it's going to be awful, dude. It's going to be a massacre. Everyone's like, no, you'll be great. He's like, no way, dude. Can we talk about that audition? Why? Why do they need to see his legs? <laughs> what? Yeah, what was it for? Maybe it's for, like, sprints. Those baggy fucking breakaway Adidas white pants. He did a great job at really showing the shame, too. <laughs> the way he ripped them off. I also like Turtle's comfort with just, like, completely fabricating who he is to... Yeah, I work with Vince a lot, you know, take care of whatever he needs. Like a gopher? <laughs> no, sweetheart. It's just more like a manager. Why, you, you looking for representation? Like, LA's a pretty small town. I feel like he's going to run into these girls a second go-round. Yeah, and LA's they, a small town, but the internet really isn't what it is now. So that's like, a good point. That's a good point. That was a nice time in history. Yep. He to disappear on, into East LA and let's never be seen again, right? Like Yeah. Yeah, if Goo if uh, Turtle was on LinkedIn, he'd be fucked. <laughs> let's talk about celebrity cameos. What was your favorite celebrity cameo? I mean, there's only two and uh I, I mean I know what mine was. So there's Jamie Presley and Lamar Odom. Is yeah, that the two? Yeah. yeah. I have to go Jeremy Piven. I gotta go Lamar Odom. Wait, dude, I have one more line that really upset me from this. When when Vince makes fun of the movie Torque to Jamie Presley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I wrote Torque, down that note. Torque's a really good movie. And Vince passed on Torque? Yeah, why did Vince pass on that? Did 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 Ari tell him to pass? Because that was a huge mistake. You know that it was E that told Vince to pass on Torque. Dude. Oh, dude. Dude, imagine if Vince had the pizza joint for you, bro. Imagine if he had gone with Torque over Queens Boulevard. It's a place where everything moves so fast. You have to pause just to catch your breath. But if you stop too long, you're gone way different trajectory and i'm talking in a good way and we're talking like second lead to paul walker and fast and the furious yeah oh yeah that although that rarefied air dude if (laughs) if vince was dominic toretto (laughs) yeah two years of mom i'll die before i go back just getting raped dude (laughs) Dude, at his side at his size with that pretty face Yeah, he's like South American. <laughs> dude, yeah. dude, a jacked Vince. Familia. Yeah, get, yeah, Vince gets all jacked and tatted up and becomes like a prison movie. You could have any brew you want, as long as it's a Corona. You passed on Torque, dude. <laughs> Pass on Torque, and then the whole show could have been so much different. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> and he's like, and he has that joke, there's always Torque, too. And I'm like, dude. There is. Martin Henderson 
should not be shamed like that. Like he's a fucking beast. What were we talking about? <laughs> I don't even remember. Oh, yeah. I, I stopped you. I brought up another quote, and I think we were talking celebrity cameos. Celebrity cameos. That's right. Lamar Odom. Yeah, we, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but like this is before he won two NBA championships. He was NBA Sixth Man of the Year in 2011, but really he's known for marrying Khloe Kardashian, be, having his own fucking reality show, and then falling into a coma like in yeah, 2015 almost dying fucking and doing uh drugs which i can relate to yeah uh, 6 11 250 and he took too many he must have taken a lot of freaking dick pills oh yeah they're like natural too right? yeah he was taking like herbal ones that shit didn't stop your heart <laughs> he was there for like three days just like living at the at the bordello obviously the kardashians were a little hard on his psyche and he needed some venting do you think he felt so much remorse from shaming drama's comment on his calves? Deep seated, it came back out. Yeah, t- ten years later, <laughs> he did this in two thousand five, and then he had led some like, PTSD for uh, calf shaming drama. Uh, yeah. dude, that makes me want to absolve him. I'm glad he took it to heart, but fuck, dude. <laughs> Can we talk about Jamie Presley a little bit? I mean, she was like the early two thousands Margot Robbie. She looks almost identical to Margot Robbie. Yeah, major babe. Yeah, Major. she's very, very beautiful. She was so down yeah. to like hook up with Vince and to hook E up with a girl. I was like, yo, Jamie Presley's like a road dog. Like, I needed Jamie Presley in my life on both fronts. She's like a southern girl. She, I mean, she was on My Name is Earl for like six years. She won an Emmy for it. She was great on Joe Dirt. Yep, that's right. She was in Joe Dirt. She was in I Love You, Man. And she's currently still working. She's on the television series Mom. So... Oh, oh nice. Oh, cool. And she was in Tomcat. Yeah. So props to Jamie Presley. Like, we talked about a lot of celebrities who were relevant back when these Entourage episodes aired, and they aren't relevant anymore, but she's still super relevant. And she was a total road dog and torque, too. Right, yeah. Like, she was just the one, like, she didn't say anything, but you, you know she could kill you with a chain. I do think her thing for, like, autistic dogs will be bad for uh, Vince's career, though. <laughs> Because it just feels a little like, uh, I don't know, it doesn't feel like very prestigious. No disrespect to her organization. Yeah. I think it's uh, Ari who says, like, yeah, that's what you want, your A-list movie star on the fucking Pet Channel or Pet World or whatever he says uh, yeah. at a telethon. Uh, we're going to do a, a new quick category I want to introduce for this season is a Faces in the Crowd Award. Every episode of Entourage, you just see someone and you're like, who is that? Like, I've seen them somewhere. They've been in something. They're, they're not like a, an A-lister or a regular cast member, but my Faces in the Crowd Award goes to Leanna, the Perfect 10 model. She's played by actress Holly Valance. This was her peak of her career right here because right after this, she played a character on Prison Break called Nita Volek, and then she just stopped acting after that. So, oh, really? Yeah. So shout out to uh, uh, Leanna, the Perfect 10 model, but she she's the Faces in the Crowd Award. She seems pretty cool in the episode, to be honest. Yeah, she's fucking awesome. Yeah. She's like, he's like, I'm going to take off, and right away she's like, that's too bad. Dude, <laughs> the hot chick ever said that to me at a fucking party before I bailed? I'm leaving. <laughs> that's too bad. A Perfect 10 model, I'd be like, what the fuck is up? <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> clearly a group of female writers wrote this episode. <laughs> like, Let's bone, dude. Let's bone right after she says that. That's too bad. Let's bone. Do you need a vacation? Holiday believes vacation is a state of mind. So why not take a holiday whenever you want? Their premium CBD gummies are 100% THC free and non-psychoactive, meaning they're all chill with no high. 
and they come in an assortment of delicious flavors such as cherry, orange, and lime. There is no need for a special occasion. You can take a holiday any day. Go to HolidayCBD.com and use code OYEAH10 for $10 off your first order. That's code OYEAH10 for $10 off your first order at HolidayCBD.com. Work hard, vacation harder. You guys, uh, you guys are fashion icons in your own right, both of you gentlemen. So what would you say, what outfit didn't age the best in this episode and all of turtles outfits dude all the drama's outfits no but i was so pumped oh, you liked it? Dude, okay, when, he's, okay. when he's rocking just the wife beater and he's got the those huge non-existent lats <laughs> he's the man dude i think ari do we like ari's power suits with the fat knot i liked it for the time period what i didn't like ari was what he was wearing at the lakers game he had that like light blue collared button yeah. down underneath a navy sweater that's a very like american eagle high school look to me are, are we counting his toupee or, or tra- hair transplants as a as wardrobe i think it was a i think it was a hair transplant at this point but <laughs> the season got picked up and he won an emmy so i think he's got that hair transplant money i just think it's worth it it's worth it do it yeah, yeah. Easy. it would have been hilarious if he had a huge lakers jersey over his sweater <laughs> for like the old guy who yelled at him <laughs> i'll launch a three if i want and, dude, honestly, shirts don't look good on Vince to me because he's not buff enough. Like, <laughs> I, I used to complain to girls at, like, my junior high, be like, yo, Vince isn't jacked enough. They're like, it's not all about being jacked. I was like, to me it is. <laughs> and I was like, he needs to be more muscular. He took his shirt off. I was like, bro, you trying to get double-legged and choked out? Put on some bulk, dude. Sorry to be aggro, but I was frustrated. No, you're passionate about this topic, and I, and I appreciate it. I can sense the passion coming out through the uh, Skype phone call. <laughs> And E's sad faces, dude. That's wardrobe, too. Pick it up, E. <laughs> oh, yeah. Put a game face on E. Does his girlfriend go to USC? I think so, because they show some dude walking out of, like, a... He's wearing, like, a, a USC bookstore t-shirt. Like, he just yeah. picked it up that morning. Yeah. <laughs> it just said USC in, like, their off-brand <laughs> lettering. He's just prowling around the USC campus, just scoping for co-eds, dude. In his just Maserati. That bar and just slamming sorority chicks. You dirty doggy. But he's feeling bad about it. Um, What reference was, like, pretty outdated in this episode? I don't know about this episode, but on a Billy Walsh episode, they talk about how much they love the movie The Pope of Greenwich Village <laughs> with Mickey Rourke. <laughs> and then I watched that shit, and it sucks, dude. Yeah. And I like old movies. That movie sucks, dude. Eric Roberts blows in that movie. Sorry. No, you just brought up like three people who are all in Entourage. Eric Roberts makes an appearance as their uh, uh, shrooms dealer. Oh, right. Yeah. Is Mickey Rourke in it? No, I don't think Mickey That's Rourke a huge oversight on Doug's part. You got to get Mickey in there. You get Derry Busey in there three times. You can't get one Mickey Rourke. Outdated reference for me was the fact that Leanna's a perfect 10 model. I didn't yeah. know what perfect 10 was. <laughs> I knew it meant hot. No, but like I looked it up and like, you know, it's a former men's magazine that had like topless or nude photographs of all natural women. They also promoted and filmed boxing matches between their models. And it was on Showtime <laughs> back in 2007. What? It was on Showtime. Yes. <laughs> Instagram's just like cornered that market now. Easy. This is pre-Instagram. And now, of course, they're like just a subscription-based website. But So, yeah, Leanna being a perfect 10 model, I guess that doesn't age. Yeah, she was, she was hot. What else is in there? Yeah, what else did they reference? Like, if this plot happened in 2019, how would it be different? 
she'd be an Instagram model instead of like a perfect 10 model. Yeah, easily. She's at a million and a half followers. I think E with the jewelry store girl, instead of like going in person to ask her out, he would have been like, yeah, DM the, yep. the jewelry store girl. Slid in. Yeah. I slid in. She got back to me. Yeah. yeah. He walks out holding the number. That's, that's not something that would happen. Yeah. When <laughs> he comes up, got her Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess Aquaman still works as a movie, but like, maybe there'd be less emphasis on like film and more on like, they're like you're going to do a mini series on like the Paramount Network. Yeah. <laughs> it shoots for four four weeks in, in uh, Vancouver, and then you'll be yeah, back exactly. to the beach with your. Yeah. I have a question. How would you react if your friend got you a free Maserati? He just got you a Maserati. Dude, that's a good question. I was curious would, about it. I'd be would, pretty shocked. Yeah. Would you be like kind of embarrassed to drive it? Be like, yeah. My buddy got this for me. Yeah, I was wondering about that too. How much did you make last year? Six grand. I think that goes back to what JT was saying where like Vince is like, listen, this could all go up and smoke. Like we are sometimes afforded things we don't deserve. So E, you know, sometimes your position in life allows you to get things you never could have had. That doesn't mean it's not right. And it doesn't mean it's gonna last. So now that this whole Christian thing is finally finished. I think it's about time you started to enjoy yourself a little. Or at least fake it so we can. If I was E, I'd just be like, yeah, I'll take a free Maserati. I don't know who in that position wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, first at least you'd be fucking psyched. Maybe like a couple weeks later you'd be like, it's kind of weird. But for those first few <laughs> yeah. weeks, you'd just be bombing down the freeway. And, and like pour- Turtle goes through that a little bit. Like later on when he's got like Vince buying him a Porsche and his girlfriend Jamie Presley buying him like a, a Benz. Oh, that's that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then 50 Cent comes by and gives him some shit for it. I'm getting ahead of myself, obviously. That that episode of this podcast will air in like two years <laughs> since we're doing one a week. <laughs> Dude, make sure you throw in our soundbite of this then. Yep. <laughs> Interestingly enough, Maserati did not pay for the placement of that s- that car that car is called hilarious. the it's called the quattro porte sedan it's called the quattro right quattro porte you you clearly know more about italian sports cars than i do but at the time i just bone models in them a lot <laughs> at the time the italian sports car company was only three years into its u.s relaunch and it only sold a total of 2700 cars in the u.s to date however after this episode and this season of Entourage aired, quote, we literally had people coming in over and over then to our dealerships, mentioning the show and saying, I want E's car. It did wonders. Wow. That's from the head of PR for Maserati. Wow. That's amazing. Today in 2019, a car placement like that for an entire season of an HBO show can run upwards of $10 million. Whoa. Did did Maserati sign a deal with them after the episode? I don't think so. I think this is just, it was like, because this is the last Maserati they have. They did Rolls Royces yeah. um, in a season or two. He has a Ferrari. Vince gets a Ferrari. Yeah, for a long time, they're just driving around in the, um, the caddy. Like, uh, yeah, it's kind of remarkable how much that wouldn't happen in 2019. No show would just have a random sports car on for free. That's interesting that they did that. But I, I did all the cars in it did like I was like that. I think I looked up. I think I know that car because I looked it up after I saw it in the show. And I was like, whoa, there's like because I was like the first four door sports car I'd ever seen. Like I'm mean, to that point. I was just used to the traditional two door model. So that was like that was pretty mind blowing for me. I was more mind blown that Vince didn't ask for a convertible. <laughs> right. <laughs> just off the top, baby. Yeah. 
Makes it a little less weird with four dudes. If you have four dudes in a convertible, it's better than four dudes in a in a hard top. Yeah, that's yeah. true too. <laughs> you can drive in a sports car with just four like clear dudes, <laughs> like in their thirties. And drama in his forties. So speaking of drama, classic character. This episode is jam packed with classic Johnny drama moments. What would you say were your favorite drama moments from this episode? When he stays in the on the beach. I, mean, I, I just I feel for him, dude. You got to have nice calves, and he just doesn't. They're doing one of their classic walk-in talks, leaving the house at the top, and I forget what the burn is, but someone burns drama, and like he's not, he's like back in the frame, and he just makes like the biggest face. He's like, oh, <laughs> like he got burned super hard, and I was like, man, drama's listening, and he's feeling everything. I feel like drama had the original imaginary lat syndrome you know what i mean ils dude yeah i knew a guy yeah. juice in high school had that they're walking on rodeo <laughs> he's just full on like huge lats dude <laughs> he's, just... he's got that one great line where they go into like the rough neighborhood he's like i'm not in different episodes he's like i'm not coming back here without my nunchucks <laughs> that's pretty hilarious i mean him confronting the guy at the party can i ask you a question yeah what was real and the implants. What? Your calves, bro. Are you joking? Okay. Keep it to yourself. But if you tell me the real, I ain't buying it. Oh, I forgot <laughs> yeah. about that one. Again, dude, if I was that super jack dude and a guy came up to me and asked me genuinely about my calves, I would talk straight with him and be like, like, either way, I'd be like, yeah, these are implants, dude. This is how much it cost me. This is my doctor. Yeah. Maybe that's something back back then, you, like, you don't ask dudes about their calves, but now, like, it's it's all in conversation. Yeah. Now the guy would give him, like, a, a workout plan, you know, yeah. part of some pyramid scheme. There's some, like, Nutra shape that goes with it or some bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Dude, what a good, like, final scene that would have been if, like, instead of that conflict where the guy's like, get away from me, weirdo, you cut to them at the back of the house – their feet dangling over the balcony and they're just doing calf raises together. <laughs> and like, they're literally helping each other get the calves better. That's what drama should have done while everyone was in the water. Oh yeah, yeah. dude. You should have been working out. You should have been doing calf raises. <laughs> calf raises. You guys like, all right, we do these exercises. Then you really want to accentuate. We finish off with a cleanse. And this is real. Get too. that tone. I saw a dude at Equinox with a huge dick and I just went up to him and I was like, yo, is that authentic? Or did you get that synthetics in there? And he was like, no, it's a fake dick, dude. And I was like, who's your doctor? And he gave me the info. And uh, yeah, I'm seeing him next week. So look forward to that. Yeah, I'm going to have a huge dick pretty soon. <laughs> was it Johnny Sins that you met? Yeah, dude. Him and Manuel Ferraro. <laughs> Ramon, no, dude, I know so many male porn stars. I could go forever. We're coming to the end here. We, I forgot to mention music at the top. Music plays a huge part in Entourage. We have a playlist called the Oh Yeah, Oh Yeah music playlist on Spotify. Go follow that if you haven't yet. It's in the detail, like the episode details in your podcast app. Any songs that jumped out at you guys from this episode? Dude, I forgot. What's the rock song that they end with? Oh Yeah! <laughs> All Right yeah. Now by Free. That's he a great song. out with the phone uh -oh. number. Actually, I'm Vince's manager. Yeah, that's a jam, dude. That was really like 
to end the episode on that, it really sends you out with a burst. I like that. Dude, that's part of the reason why this episode's so great. They end a lot of episodes on classic rock. This is like ease like I'm finally rid of that like cheating yes. chick. And he's like, let's go to Vegas. They're all, the boys are piling into the new Maserati and driving to Vegas. That was it, it got me fucking pumped. I was like, let's go. By the way, four, four hour drive to Vegas in that Maserati, that's that's kind of tough. Tight <laughs> quarters. Yeah. Did the Burbank Airport yeah. easy. Easy. Southwest. Piece of cake. What's I like the song when they roll up to the party. I don't know what it is, but it's like It's called Champ by Music Monsters. <laughs> that's right. How does it go? Uh, I can't even say yeah, it. Yeah, like, get it. Help down. I have no It sounds like too short, kind of. Yeah. They, so they do, they name the song after the Joe Walsh song, you know, Life's Been Good to Me So Far. Yeah. And that song goes, My Maserati. But I was, so I was kind of waiting for that song the whole episode. I think that's a little too on the nose. Like you don't name the episode right. and then you don't play the song. It's you're like right. When you, like you're when right. you hear the name of a movie in the movie and you're like, well, that was weird. It must be some kind of hot tub time machine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's too obvious. Yeah. We're the fast and the furious. <laughs> like, what? Every week we name a winner for this week's episode, but uh, we don't include Vince in that because Vince wins every week's episode. So who besides Vince won this episode? I'm going to go with the perfect 10 model. <laughs> she got some Vinny Chase manager dick. She got fucking dick down nice by my dog E, dude. <laughs> I'm going to go with the jewelry store girl. Yeah. She's got a bright future. She's about to get dicked down by my dog E. <laughs> she's about to get dicked down by Vince's manager. My dog E, dude. Although, if she's working on commission, if she's working on commission and E returned that necklace, like... She might be out of a job soon. <laughs> right. Yeah, she lost that commission. She'd be way more pissed. Yeah, what they didn't show is that she was like, I'll give you my number if you buy this shit again. Dude, I also thought it was funny when he returns the necklace. She's like, oh, you didn't like it? He's like, no, it turns out I didn't like her. And I was like, that's kind of like a vulnerable thing to say. Like, if I was the jewelry store person, I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, oh, the way she, the way yeah. she reacts, she's, she's like, like, she's like yeah. ooh, ooh, spicy. So, so yeah. are you an actor like Vince? Yeah. yeah. No, no, uh, I think I'm Vince's manager. I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know what I am. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been funny because I don't know who I am. Yeah. Like, oh, that's sexy. Yeah. yeah. And the day but, before, they were all in there talking about how he cheated on his girlfriend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chick. And she's like, yeah. this guy's a winner. <laughs> but despite all that, I do think this is one of the best episodes of all time of any show. Yeah. And that's why, so for me, the winner of the episode is E. But E kind of starts to, he comes out of his shell. Dude, there's nothing more baller than like, I would have rather been with you, but instead I got drunk and fucked a perfect 10 model. Like, who who hasn't wanted to say something like that to a cheating girlfriend before? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's E for me. Uh, drama's a loser because he didn't make the audition because of his calves. <laughs> He's honest about it. Yeah, but yeah. Dude, I wonder how the show would have been if E was like, 10 times more emo you know he's like still bummed like genuinely depressed they're going to vegas and he's like looking out the window just like yeah. contemplating suicide he's in like a dark guest room they're like hey e we're going to a party he's like please leave my room <laughs> he's like genuinely depressed yeah yeah he's like trying a different cocktail of antidepressant like e, uh, in 2019 his whole he'd have a whole subplot about his like therapist visits and yeah. his struggle with anxiety and depression so 
Yeah, sure. that probably <laughs> wouldn't have made for good entourage. <laughs> no, I'm packing it up, going back to Sabaros. Yeah. <laughs> um, last question: Was this an A list episode, a B list episode, or a D list episode? Was this an all timer, a good entourage episode, or complete trash? A-list. I think it's all timer. Yeah. Even when it came on, I was and I remembered. It, I was like, "Oh, I remember this episode." Like it's one of the episodes that really sticks out in my memory. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Whenever yeah. I whenever I go back to watch, I watch the first two episodes of season two, the first two episodes of season three, and then the one the return to Queens Boulevard one. I, I don't know what, remember what season that is, but when he got the call from Martin Scorsese. Yeah, that's, that's the end of episode. That's the end of season five. Oh, the Vegas episode. The Vegas episode's like all time too. Yeah. With the beef and with Seth Green. <laughs> Hopefully, hey, maybe we can have you back for one of those episodes. I should be coming down to SoCal pretty soon, so maybe we can do this in person. Are um, you in NorCal? I'm in NorCal. I'm in, I'm in the Bay. I'm uh, in SF. Right on. Yeah. That's awesome. Man. Nice. Hey, can I ask you one question? Yeah. If And I'm sure this is like kind of prosaic, but if you were in Entourage, who do you think you'd be? Oh, this is a good question. We should start asking this of our guests. Honestly, I'd like to say that I'd be like uh, Johnny Drama or something, but I probably am E. I like always had a girlfriend in high school, like went through a bad breakup at one point, and like all my friends growing up were so much more successful than me. <laughs> I just kind of rode their coattails. Dude, I think I think I'd be E as well. Yeah. So even though he's like the one who bugs me the most, I kind of. Maybe there is something to it because I, I think I would be E as well. That's why he bugs you the most, is he reminds you the most of yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, shut up, bitch, but I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> what about you, Chad? Uh, I'd be Terrence, Ari's rival. <laughs> He's Sloane's Sloan's father. <laughs> dude, Terrence is a beast, dude. Yeah, I, I really think I'd be Gary Cole, Ari's <laughs> friend, who's a TV agent, who comes in and just goes totally off the rails and almost blows up the whole thing. Oh, dude, yeah. he's one of the best, yeah. Yeah, he falls in love with his, like, co-worker. Lizzie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He falls in love with Lizzie. He's Lizzie got, like, no... Yeah. He's like, this girl, she just, I, I slept on the couch last night, damn it. He gets jealous of David Schwimmer, I'd be that. <laughs> I was about to say, if I'd be anyone, I'd be David Schwimmer, because I'm from Chicago, and yeah. I have a big head. <laughs> Guys, this was an absolute blast recapping one of the best, if not the best, episode of Entourage. Where can the good listeners of Oh Yeah, Oh Yeah follow you, listen to you? At, on Instagram, at Chat Goes Deep. Twitter, Chat Goes Deep. Facebook, Chat Goes Deep. YouTube, Chat Goes Deep. And then we got the Going Deep with Chad and JT podcast, too. Yeah. Check it out. Subscribe to Chad Goes Deep. Follow them on all that shit. These dudes are so fucking funny. If you haven't checked out their Strongman video, their video with Arnold Schwarzenegger working out with uh, Arnold and uh, what you guys basically got to like lift during the Strongman competition uh, in uh, Venice, right? Dude, so yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. Truly an honor to deadlift in front of people. Uh, well, thanks guys for joining and uh, we'll have you back definitely sometime soon. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having us. Thank you. So fun. <laughs> <laughs>